Hi, I'm Sam Sorbo. You've heard me talk about Mike Lindell, who I adore. You know, he's the inventor of my pillow and how that pillow has given me a good night's sleep that I need. In fact, I never knew how good I could sleep before I had my my pillow. Mike continues to roll out new offers on his products, and the latest one is on his towel sets. Towels aren't something you think about often. I never knew what I was missing until I tried the towels just last year. Now, you've all helped build MyPillow into the incredible company that it is today, and you've trusted Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's now changing the game with his six-piece towel set. The set's made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent, and yet still providing that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically retailing for $109.99. But for a limited time, you can get this set for the low price of $39.99, and that's using promo code SAMSORBO. So remember, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, to get this insanely low price of $39.99 on the towel set. You'll find deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. So enter promo code Sam Sorbo, Sam Sorbo, or you can call 800-625-5983. That's 800-625-5983 for these great radio specials. And welcome to the Sam Sorbo Show. My guest now is a person who, as an undergraduate... He completed the master's program of instructional science. And then once he graduated, he created and served as the president of Thanks American Press, which served to generate training programs for companies. He created Fire Up the Soul LLC, which produces uh, motivational products such as God is my guide compass. But what he's here to talk to us about today is a book that he's come out with called 100% Success Without College. That's 100% success without college. Please welcome Bruce Goodmanson to the show. Well, thank you, Sam. I appreciate you bringing me on board. So you're a bit of a hypocrite because you went to college and now you're telling people they don't need college. What do you yes, know that yes. the rest of us don't? You're correct, Sam. But realize I went back in the days when Truman was president, per se. It was- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was it was a day when college meant something, but nowadays it's gotten completely out of hand. And this is the reason why I wrote the book, 100% Success Without College, because it serves parents to provide them powerful and irrefutable reasons why they should keep their kids out of college. But then on the flip side, it also provides them uh, a massive encyclopedia of career training opportunities that are offered outside, outside the college arena. Understand, Sam, um, high school guidance counselors basically have kept away from parents and the students the whole world of career training through the trade schools, through apprenticeships, through sales and entrepreneuring. And they focused our kids and our parents on the college experience. Yeah, it's almost like they they just think of those jobs as that's that's for illegal aliens or what have like that is not the career. It is not a career path. And of course, you and I both know differently because because we understand that there are a lot of different ways to to have a career. And I've said this for a long time that you don't need college. You don't even need college, Bruce to go to medical school or law school? 
Well, and that's right, Sam. And think of it this way. There are over 30,000 careers to choose from, 30,000. And yet the typical university offers its students a choice of only 85 majors. That's it, just 85 careers to choose from out of the 30,000. And so I'm saying, mom and dad, your kids are being blinded by such a small collection of opportunities. And this is why the majority of students who get on campus are undeclared. They haven't determined their major. And for two years, they walk around on campus in this limbo state, trying to figure themselves out. And then when their junior year comes around, when they have to uh, decide a major, they pick one out of the sky, they then graduate, and then they end up working for, I don't know, some coffee company <laughs> as a barista earning uh, $27,000 plus tips. And so I'm saying, let's avoid all that because I'm telling you right now, Sam, college is of no value, no value to 85% of our nation's workforce. Where do you get the number 85% though? Is that, did you make that up or is that? No, 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 no. The math is very simple. Understand out of, out of a hundred students who go to college, 50 of them are going to drop out. That's a statistical fact. And over half the nation doesn't even attend college, doesn't even try to get into college. So the numbers are starting to add up all over the place. And of the 50 students who do graduate from college, 30 of them will end up in jobs they would have gotten straight out of high school. In fact, think of it this way. There was a survey that just came out and it said, our nation is now home to 115,000 janitors, 16,000 parking lot attendants, 83,000 bartenders, and 35,000 Uber and taxi drivers. And they all have one thing in common. They all have a college degree. So college obviously is not everyone's cup of tea. Matter of fact, it's the cup of tea for very few people, if any. In fact, I used to say, well, it might be good for 15% of our nation's students, but now I'm saying it's not really good for any of them. Well, okay. So, uh, but that's a, so let's take that aside. Cause that is a little bit of a separate issue, right? Because I, I feel like could be wrong. You're going to move into the bad things that colleges accomplish as opposed to uh, just what they're supposed to accomplish. So it's one thing that they don't do what they, what they say they are setting out to do. And, and I want to, I just want to park on that for a while because you said 50% of college students drop out 30% of those who graduate with degrees go into jobs or professions where they never needed the degree in the first place. The other 20, and by the way, the 50% who stay in college and graduate are typically burdened with massive debt. So whatever job they get, it's diminished in value by the amount of money that they have to pay back to the school. So the 30% who go into jobs that don't need the degree are burdened with paying back something that's useless. Hugely. We now have 44 million students who went to college who have an average debt of 37,500. And the majority, Sam, the sad part is they don't know how to manage that debt. For example, there was this one student that I highlight in the book of many students that I highlight, but she was a 
She's an elementary teacher and she graduated with the debt. And for 10 years, she has been paying on that debt faithfully. She hasn't missed a single payment. And she's paid in that 10 years over $40,000. And yet after those 10 years, she still owes $17,000 more than when she started paying on her debt 10 years ago. Because all she's doing is paying the minimum. That's all she can afford to pay. So the majority of the money isn't even going to. I think that at some point you would think that they might be able to teach students how to manage debt and credit and payments. Why do you suppose it is that our school system doesn't teach anything about financial management? (laughs) So bad. Well, let's go. Let's go at this route. Bad universities start with a bad public education system. And ours is beyond terrible, Sam. Compared to other nations in the world, our students academically are ranked 26th, 26th worldwide, which means our pathetic teachers are also ranked 26th. But here's the kicker. The nation's report card came out and said that 71%, 71% of our nation's high school graduates are not proficient in reading, writing, math, science, and U.S. history. Well, now that just depends on how you define proficient. If you define proficient as failing, then everybody's proficient. (laughs) Well, it basically means they don't have the capabilities of using those skills in the workforce. Yeah. Ohio Ohio has, has a proficiency metric of if you score 38% on the exam, you are considered (laughs) proficient. Well, think of it this way. You've got, you've got homeschooling moms. Understand, Sam, these, these homeschooling moms are just moms. They are not professional teachers. And yet their students, their children score in the upper 80th percentile in all the critical subjects um, uh, on average. And yet... The professional public school teacher who has been trained in a university setting how to be a teacher, their students are scoring in the 50th percentile on all the critical subjects. So my question I have to ask is, why is the amateur teacher outperforming big time the professional teacher? Or another Uh, question. Hold on, because I think that it's important that we look at that for a minute, um, because I... I really want to stress, I don't think that it's the teacher's faults. I don't credit the homeschooling parent necessarily, and I don't discredit the professional teacher necessarily. I think it's the system. And that's why, you know, I urge parents just to pull their kids out of the system, no matter what they do. Exactly. They, they don't have to do any kind of education with their kids to, to, to reap a benefit from not sending their children into that putrid cesspool of nasty anti-education uh, agendas, right? And um, it, yeah. You, you have to look at, and this is why I have my pen name, because when I was the Dean's graduate assistant, I was writing against the National Education Association back then. And that, 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 uh, that association which is just a union, 
is doing so much to destroy the atmosphere of our educational experience that they hamstring teachers. But on the other hand, uh, other side, teachers basically continue to support the National Education Association. And I don't know why. I think they have this kind of this fear that if they're sued, uh, that they'll be backing them. But other than that, there's not much there to offer them. Okay, so, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that, the, the fear that the teachers might have. But I also want to delve into 100% success without college and why people who have young children should buy this book now and why parents with college-bound children should buy this book also and all of the good reasons to buy this book or to buy it for a friend, in fact, uh, you know, parents of, of young people that you know. So stay tuned. This is the Sam Sorbo Show. We'll be right back with Bruce Goodmanson. Hi again. This is Sam Sorbo. My guest is Bruce Goodmanson. He's written this book, 100% Success Without College. We just left off talking about um, teachers and why they would still su- support a union that actively works against the education of children. And Bruce mentioned that it might have something to do with them being afraid of being sued. Um, I think that there's something to the fact that the teachers union provides insurance. But if you, if you, if you dive into the weeds on that and, and I urge people to tell your teacher friends about this for a teacher to go and acquire their own insurance, it's about $200 a year. For them to pay their union dues, it's closer to $1,000. So if they want to save $800, they don't have to join the union. That's right. The union offers so limited. They give this big picture that they're there to support the uh, teacher. But really, in, in essence, what they're there is basically destroy the atmosphere. So I'm just saying, mom and dad, like you, I'm saying to keep your kids out of the public education system and do not send your kids to college. They're both there to destroy it, uh, your, your child's education and their values. And this is why, again, I wrote the book, Sam. Look. So, okay, so let's talk about the book. What's, right. what's inside the book? You alluded to, to some anecdotes, some stories that you put inside the book. What else is inside the book? 100% success without college. And by the way, it's available on Amazon, obviously. And um, I'm hoping that we're going to have a couple copies at the conference that I have coming up called uh, the, the um, Playbook for Home Learning Conference. And so if you come to the conference, you'll be able to touchy-feely and take a look Absolutely. inside the book as well. By the way, Sam, I would not have your audience go to uh, Amazon. The, the, the book that's there is outdated. I've got a second edition and then go to anythingbutcollege.com. It's our website, anythingbutcollege.com. Anythingbutcollege.com. Forgive me. Uh, yeah, don't go to Amazon, anythingbutcollege.com. All right, so tell me, um, well, I want to is- say to parents, look at it this way. Our country is so blessed with so many opportunities that even our most certifiable brain dead can succeed beyond his wildest imagination. Just ask Joe Biden, okay? There's so many opportunities, and this is the point I'm trying to make. There are trade schools, apprenticeships. Do you realize, Sam, we have 26 thousand apprenticeship programs nationwide. And the neat thing about apprenticeships 
is that one, a student is in a classroom setting. Two, that student is taking what he has learned in class and taking it out into the field and work experience. But three, they're being paid to do both. Apprenticeships is an education that pays you to learn a skill. And think of it this way, Sam, let's do a little exercise. Think of 50 trade programs or 50 apprenticeship programs. Every single one of those apprenticeships or trade school programs offers the students a real job skill upon graduation. Every single one of them. And yet, on the other hand, think of 50 college majors. <laughs> how well, many of those question. 50, <laughs> how, how many of those 50 college majors are going to offer a real job skill upon graduation? That's the point. This is why I get into the book. Even community colleges offer better opportunities for a career opportunity than the university. For example, here in Arizona, Boeing, Cisco, Intel, Apple, all these companies have made alliances with uh, 10 community colleges here in the Valley to train students the skills that these companies need. And then when these kids graduate, they have a direct beeline to these companies. But then the kids are going to college, Bruce. Well, but it, they're going, see, there's co community college offers two different tracks, Sam. One tract is college preparatory, but understand only 5% of those who are in the college preparatory program go on to get a college degree, only 5%. Then the community college offers which are called trade school opportunities, trades or apprenticeships. And this is what I'm getting into. Community colleges have two tracks and the second track is what I'm getting into. Corporate America understands that the university is so steeped in tradition, so, so steeped with college professors that are, that are tenured, that they can't train, change the curriculum to their needs very quickly. But the well, that much, so that can. I recognize. So if you want to be cutting edge, if you want to be in, in technology or any kind of advanced science, or um, you're going to get better training or better skills if you can get an apprenticeship, if you can get on the job, uh, you know, exactly. actually doing the, the forward thinking, then you'll get in college. But you're talking about apprenticeships. People don't even know how to, how to um, access those apprenticeships. Now, I've seen um, and I've participated in, there, there are a couple companies out there that are offering apprenticeships. They're charging a tremendous amount of money um, upfront to basically find you a placement. Um, I haven't been able to vet them in any way because they're, they're very new and you just don't, you, there's, there's very little anecdotal proof that they actually do what they say they do. So how do, how do parents find that? Oh, and Sam, it is so simple. Also what they have to do is, is, is type in apprenticeship training opportunities or get my book. It tells you all the things. And these, these schools that offer, or these programs that offer apprenticeship validations and so forth and getting you involved in them, they're using the same information that is offered on the internet. They're all there. You can type in trade schools and a ton of them will all, all, all point, uh, appear. The point I make in my book though, is how does it decide which trade school 
or which apprenticeship program is right for you and are they credible? So I give you detailed information, but I even go beyond that. I talk about entrepreneuring. I talk about sales. Here's a quick story. Here's a young man. He dropped out of high school, but he buys at wholesale a bundle of men's winter underwear, long johns. He takes them up to the Pacific Northwest and sells them to lumberjacks and earns $1,500. He's a great salesman. Well, he takes that $1,500, moves back to Washington, D.C., borrows another $1,500 to buy an A&W Rupert franchise. Well, then he buys another franchise and then another. Well, then after 20 years, he decides to buy himself a hotel. Then he buys another and then another. Well, the name of this high school dropout, this underwear salesman, is John Marriott of the Marriott Hotels. This is how he gets, how he got started. And this is the power of my book. It tells these kinds of stories to open up the minds of our young men and young women to say that everyone who starts out, who, are, who starts out uh, or who ends up being, building uh, powerful companies started out as just a simple young man or a young woman. They were long john salesmen. Or I tell stories of a young girl at the age of 11 who used her grandmother's lemonade recipe, started to sell that to stores, and now she's got a $11 million company. So I get heavy into entrepreneuring, heavy into sales, into cyber boot camps. There, there right now are 3.5 million jobs out there that are going unfulfilled because we don't have enough trade technicians to fulfill them. They're all in cybersecurity. There are jobs that you can learn in two years and get a median income of $136,000 by being a building maintenance who knows everything about heating and air, electricity, and so forth. Maybe you have a son that lives and dies and breathes for baseball but he's never going to be good enough to play the game professionally, Sam. But he could still be part of the game professionally as a professional umpire if, if he knew the training existed. But that's the point. So many opportunities go unfulfilled because they don't know these opportunities exist out there in the world. Right. In a sense, the schools are, are sort of pulling the wool over our eyes, so to speak, and hiding the opportunities that are out there. And so then you have to ask why. And the, the, res- the only response that I have to that is because there's money there's in money. children. There's a great deal there's- of money in children and in the child education pipeline. And the colleges are turning out the teachers and they're telling the teachers, hey, send more students to college. It worked for you. It'll work for them, you know, and so they so the teachers think that there's really only one path um, and, and whether whether it's nefarious or not, who knows. But I will say there's there's a tremendous value there. And unfortunately, it's hindering uh, it's hindering the United States of America. It's hindering us. You know, we've got we've got uh, dearths of of people who can do jobs that we need and an abundance of young people who are you know, severely trained in college to do things that nobody needs. I know that. 
we had just about three days ago, we had this roofer come to our home to check out our roofs to make sure that it was sound. And I asked him, I said, John, can a young man or a young woman succeed in the roofing industry financially beyond their wildest imagination? And he says, you're looking at him. He says, I was a high school dropout. I have been doing roofing for nine years. I now own a $2.4 million home here in Arizona that is paid for free and clear. I talked to a young man at the B&W dealership when I had my car serviced. I asked him his story, story because he looked very, very young. He was a high school graduate, but he started at B&W washing cars, Sam. He was a car washer. Well, then he worked hard and so he's promoted to the tire department. And then he was promoted to another department. And now he works as a service advisor, earning $80,000 a year with a high school degree. And these opportunities, Sam's, are, are vast. So just vast. To clarify, just to clarify, you said high school degree. You meant high school diploma. High school diploma, yes. Yeah. Yes. He yeah. Has and and so... And, and and by the way, he probably could have done it without his high school diploma, but we are so trained by the system to believe that the system works and only the system works. And that's that's really the shortcoming of, of the whole thing is that the system only believes in the system. And so that's all the system will, will teach anybody. And that's why I'm saying get away from the system. Start exploring. This is, again, the reason for the book. It's, it's there to give parents a, a, a different mindset of saying, I bet you didn't know these life-changing opportunities exist. Here they are. Now go forth and conquer because you don't have to believe the system anymore. You can simply find out that there are a plethora of opportunities Right. Uh, there's a foundation out there that will pay your kids, for example, $100,000 to skip college, to skip college. I talked to my wife, Pam, and she's got a dear friend who uh, her son went through a plumbing apprenticeship program. He did that for three years. Then he worked another three years for a plumbing company. He then went out on his own. And now at the age of 34, 35, he's a multimillionaire. He's doing, a, and the point I guess I'm trying to make to mom and dad is, is say, look, why not have your kids work hard in their youth rather than play? Understand, understand, Sam. The typical young man by the age of 21 has played 10,000 hours of video games, 3.4 years of his life. And I'm saying, these and you know, 10,000 hours is the definition like that's that's the sort of the threshold for mastery of any skill is 10,000 hours, 10,000 hours of tennis, 10,000 hours. Like that was that was something that somebody did the calculations and this. You need to put 10,000 hours in to really become the master of that particular skill. That's so it. That's right. It's if they had focused that 10,000 hours on something that was more productive than simply playing a game, it might, it might turn out better for them. But I well, like, I like learn. the point of view 
so the name of the book is 100% Success Without College. And the idea, go to anythingbutcollege.com. It's a great website title, anythingbutcollege.com. And basically, the, the main takeaway here is learn what your options are because you, you are being pigeonholed by an industry that is um, more interested in self-preservation than it is in what's healthy for your child. Bruce Goodmanson, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm Sam Sorbo. This is the Sam Sorbo Show.